0: Joining us now, as he does every TD Tuesday at this time, the one and only Bobby Bells of the NFL Network and co-host of the Boys and Girl Podcast, alongside Jane Slater via the Buyers Barricade Hotline. Bobby, how
1: you doing? Happy TD Tuesday! I'm great, and I also am. Uh, I'm very pro Larry uh, for the fact that he did not play that damn pork chop drop coming into the segment. So, <laughs> good job, Larry.
2: Thanks, Bobby. (laughs) Getting on Bobby's good side, Larry. Nice work. Well, Larry, you
0: will uh, – well, you're probably not going to – I don't know. If if you're with us on Thursday night, Bobby, he might have to play the pork chop drop because we're doing (laughs) a pork chop montage. All the, uh, all the times we, we laid down the pork chop, and you, sir, absolutely will be a part of that fine montage. So make sure you tune in. New Year's Eve, I'm sure you don't have any better plans, right? Just
2: just listen oh, no, in that, and wait for the pork be, chop. That'll be,
1: on the, that'll be on the radio. I won't actually be in Dallas, but I'll tune in on the radio.com app, and I'll, uh, I'll be listening there.
2: Are you going to be overseas in Mexico by chance?
1: I'm not. See, I've got an issue with uh, – and Mexico's not as much of the problem, but i got a, I got an issue with flying, especially over, like, water and stuff like that. And so not that you have to cross the water to, you know, fly over to Mexico, but <laughs> uh, generally international flights, none of that. Yeah, I've got the uh, – no, I'll be in uh, Hot Springs. Ooh, Ooh. Hot Springs. Uh, all right. So you won't yeah, be going to New York
2: then for the game? For,
1: the, uh, the forecast is supposed to be it's supposed to rain and be, like, in the 40s. Both days we're there,
2: so it's a little <laughs> oh, bit of a bummer. Wow. So, the, the 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 positivity. I thought we were going to get some Bobby positivity. I mean, I, like... I, I,
1: I'm I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm going to get to hang out with one of my best friends in the world that I've not seen in a very long time. So it's it's going to be good. But it's just I wish it wasn't raining.
0: Okay. Well, we're excited for that. At least you're able to hang out with a good buddy of yours. Maybe the weather report's wrong. And you'll end up having fantastic weather. We will cross our fingers. Well, I mean, you.
1: you know, it's possible. Are there Pete Delkis' in Hot Springs, Arkansas? Because if so, maybe they will get the weather report wrong. Oh, there,
0: you know <laughs> there is. You know there is. There's clones all over the place. Bobby, I, I, I got to ask you this right off the top because this dude was an absolute animal man beast. And you have been, uh, without a without a doubt, one of his number one supporters and fans. But Randy Gregory, I mean, right now, is he the best defensive player on the Cowboys?
1: Um, I'd say he's tied. I mean, I think DeMarcus Lawrence is still really good. They do different things well. Um, and so, I mean, I think that you have to view it within the context of what they do. But, yeah, I'd say you're looking at DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory as – pretty clearly your two best defensive players this season
2: Uh, uh, Bobby are you going to if you're Jerry Jones you're Steven you're Will McClay are you trying to get an extension done for Randy Gregory this offseason with one year two million left on his deal
1: I mean I think it'd be wise to but I mean there's a little bit of a I was talking about this on our podcast with Jane and I you know I said that I think that there's an interest for the Cowboys to go ahead and do it now instead of you know, waiting for him to get a full off season and come back and get a full season and potentially play really, really well next year. Um, But also at the the end of the day, I think that Randy really appreciates, has a a great admiration for the Joneses and how they've stuck by him. And I think that he feels a real strong sense of loyalty to Jerry specifically. And so I I don't know that you'd cost yourself a ton of money. I mean, I, I think you'd have to pay him fairly, Um, But I I don't know that you're going to necessarily have to break the bank for him. I I think he he has a real fondness for this organization, and he wants to be here, and I think they want him here, and I think it will eventually work out for both sides, whether it's this offseason or next. But, I mean, absolutely, I could see them trying to get something done now. So, Bobby, one of the things that you do, you're
0: always keeping track of the snaps, and I love it because it makes our lives a lot easier. But what in the world is Rondell Carter doing being active if he's going to play defensive end instead of Bradley and I?
1: You know, again, it's the same thing like with Dorns Armstrong. Somebody in there must love him because he not only got all those snaps, but Ronald Carter also got a, a pretty big signing bonus to come here. And he was signed away off the practice squad with the Colts. And when they waived him, Dallas went and made sure to snatch him back up. So they really like him. Um, and so, I mean, there's a fondness there for some reason. I, I still can't explain the and I think. I can't explain the Reggie Robinson thing. I couldn't explain the lack of Randy Gregory thing for a while, or the lack of Donovan Wilson thing for a while. I just think it's, you know, there's. My guess on this would be that the coaching staff is learning how good the personnel department is at their jobs, and they're starting to understand. Oh, okay, like these were guys that you guys were high on and that you brought in, and and you think a lot of. Well, well, now we're starting to understand that you actually know what you're talking about, and I think there's a growing deference there to what they do. I mean, we didn't see Connor McGovern for forever. And so I think that you're starting to see more and more they're they're deferring to this personnel staff and that's at least encouraging for the future, but in terms of why right now Bradley and I can't get on the field, I I could not tell you.
2: Bobby Bell, NFL Network, with us here in the nosebleed seats. Uh, Bobby, I got to ask you about this watermelon situation. I'm curious. How do you imagine that plays out? Like in your mind, how does this unfold? Uh, like, does Mike McCarthy just is he sitting in his office and he, it, does he have a watermelon guy? Does he go knock on Jerry's door? Like, how does how does this whole thing come together? And who's deciding to put candy in it and turn it into a pinata?
1: See, I. Uh... When I heard that, I was just trying to put myself in the shoes of the players, and I can't. I mean, they apparently received it well. You know, that's what it seems to be.
2: Victory, baby. I had.
1: I feel like if I had been there, I would have thought again. Like you couldn't like get cantaloupe up here. So like, at least change the fruit. Like, are you? Are all your ideas watermelon based? And so it's a little bit of uh that, that whole thing is a little puzzling to me. Like, it's like, you're doing this again? Like, you couldn't find another, like, crappy prop comedian? Like, you couldn't have done a carrot top bit to pump him up or something instead of Gallagher? And so I just, I'm trying to understand. Like, it's dead serious, my first thought was, that is wholly unoriginal. And then really, like, makes me think, like, there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, McCarthy's not necessarily, like, in touch with... With what's popular or what's relevant, and so that that was kind of my thought. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the watermelons, I'm sure it's you know, you're the Dallas Cowboys, you can get just about anything you want at the drop of a hat. And so, watermelons shouldn't be too hard of one to you know too hard of one to move and and get on. But I, I just I don't want to hear about a third watermelon smashing.
2: I, I I just uh, see I'm I'm different than you Bobby I want to hear about all the watermelon smashing just so that we can make fun of it more than anything but I just love the idea of Mike McCarthy uh, you know he's got football free coaches they have oh. so much to do free they have, they have and no time like they're sleeping at, oh. they're sleeping at the office like they're just football 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 and at some point during his work week Mike McCarthy's picking up his cell phone to dial up his watermelon guy or maybe I, I think it's Jerry's watermelon guy like Jerry's got a guy for everything right he never felt like he Never thought he was oh, gonna yeah. have I'm to that. Sure I'm sure Jerry's like that.
1: invested in watermelon or something. Yeah. Like I'm sure Jerry's <laughs> got the plug. But I mean like, it's like you are not calling plays. You don't have to deal with the media. Like you have all week to come up with something other than watermelon as a bit, as a shtick. Like give me something. Give me give me either a different fruit or a different bit or like come up with some other way to do it. But like it it just is I I was struck by like if I was in that team meeting I'd be like, this is corny like the first time would have been a little corny but it's like everybody was into it i might have gotten into it but the second time i would be like come on, don't you have another idea what is this?" <laughs> i don't know It's slaps slap the pork chop around next. i mean time, like you said he creative. does not have a menu he does not have a menu of love he's pretty much a a, a one-issue guy and i guess he doesn't have a menu of melons either he's just a watermelon guy
0: Oh, that's funny! All right, Bobby Belt with us here on 105 through the fan. I want to transition to the offensive side of the football with you, and specifically uh, talk about Kellen Moore here because you always seem like the go-to guy for for a good perspective on what's happening here. But how do you see the Kellen Moore situation playing out here over the next couple of weeks?
1: I would anticipate he gets the Boise job just because I know that program thinks really highly of him. And, you know, he, like we talked about last week, I think, where it's, they think highly of him. And if they want to offer him the job, he'll probably take it. Like, he, he that's his dream job. Um, but even if, even if the Boise thing were to fall apart, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes anyway on down the road and finds another gig this offseason. season. Cause I think it's just kind of like, you know, it's, you've been here, you've kind of ascended quickly and now you're, you're at the spot that you're at and Mike McCarthy appears to be here for a while. He's got his five-year deal and you know, he's he's going to get a couple shots at this. And if Kellen Moore ultimately has bigger aspirations than just being offensive coordinator, doesn't make a lot of sense, I don't think, to kind of hang around and, and wait for something more. I, I mean, I think you're not going to be able to drive your stock up much more. And so I think that I wouldn't be surprised if Kellen Moore has gone regardless, whether it's Boise State or something else, just because I think he's he's ready to kind of make his own mark and and do his own thing and, and call his own shots. Okay, so if Kellen moves on,
0: which does seem like uh, very, very likely, are you in the same kind of line of thinking as Broadis is where this is most likely going to be a promotion from within say a Doug Nussmeyer for instance
1: yeah I would say it's Doug Nussmeyer elevated offensive coordinator and then your new quarterback coach is either Seneca Wallace or Scott Tolzien somebody who's been with the team this year as an as assistant um, I would guess that'd be Tolzien would be the yeah. one who'd get the the nod there but I mean it Certainly could be Wallace too. They've both been working around things. They could also just elevate Doug Nussmeier to offensive coordinator and have him keep quarterback coach. I mean, sure. we've seen that before with some coaches that they double up on the roles. And so, and I mean, the quarterback position is so integral to what you're doing, designing the offense anyway that you know you're you're essentially doing a lot of that. So, but yeah, I would guess we're looking at a Doug Nussmeier elevation. I don't, I don't think Mike McCarthy's calling plays next year. I, I don't think that's you know I, I'm not saying that he he's not going to be allowed to. I'm just saying, I don't know that that's what he feels he wants to do right now. I, I think he likes the setup that they have right now.
2: Now, what do you, is there any way, can you envision a, a scenario at this point that maybe possibly Mike Nolan could actually keep his job as the defensive coordinator?
1: No, 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 no. I think, okay. I think that's this is, I think that decision has been made. I think the decision has been made on a lot of the defensive staff. And I think that, what you're seeing more of these last four weeks is not necessarily like, Hey, look, it's clicking here. I mean, the, the holes are still there. I mean, as much as you won three in a row, but I mean, let's not forget like the Baltimore game was less than a month ago and that was embarrassing. And so, I mean, there, we're not too far removed from this still being a disaster. I think what you're seeing more than anything is, you know, guys stepping up, getting their chance of making plays like Randy Gregory and Donovan Wilson. And I think you're seeing guys kind of a la like Cowboys, 1994 when Barry Switzer first came in here and, It was such a culture shock and the boys just kinda like rallied together and like, all right, we're playing for each other, we're taking control here. And so I think what you're seeing more than anything is just a group of players sort of just trying to take control themselves and lead themselves and and play for each other on defense. I, I don't think that the I think the team is ready to move on from most of the defensive coaching staff.
2: All right, Bobby. Fantastic stuff as always, my friend. Enjoy the new year. Enjoy the hot springs with your bro. I'm imagining Bobby Belt and his one buddy. Exists actually. Uh, she's oh, a
1: she's a girl, but
2: she's, oh, okay. she's a close friend. Wow, okay. wow. This is all above board. Y'all chill out. <laughs> all right, all right. Have fun, Bobby. Happy we'll see New you.
0: Year, Bobby. Get sexy. Thank you.
2: Not Thank too guys. sexy though.
0: Porkchops, bye.
2: There you (laughs)
0: go. Bobby Bell joins us every Tuesday at this time of the NFL Network. And, of course, if you're not already subscribed, go and do it. The Boys and Girl podcast uh, with Bobby and Jane.